Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Thursday edition, I'm Clayton Harris alongside Coach James Dickinson, Coach Mike Lyle on the board, and joining us in studio, one of our new hosts of the show, is Mr. Jack Blackstone. Jack, how's it going, buddy? Doing well. Happy to be here. Now, I know we've uh, kind of been on a vacation. Uh, I think our last live episode was the Monday of the uh, National Championship game, in which... Uh, Unless you were living under a rock somewhere, you know that UConn won the men's NCAA basketball championship, and um, we got a lot to catch up on. And uh, well, we had to recover. Everybody's brackets got so blasted up. <laughs> that Mule Day, and, yeah, there was. Uh, there's been a lot of a lot of yeah, stuff. Happening. We just had to we just had to take a breath and recover a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So yeah, there, there's been a lot happening uh, here over the past couple of weeks. Uh, but well, let's play a little catch up. UConn, I'm just going to say it. That was one of the most impressive performances of any team in the tournament from start to finish that I've ever seen. Right. I, I mean, I don't think I can remember. And they won every playoff game by a margin of what 14 points. Right. They were never yeah. in danger one moment. No. The whole tournament. I don't think I've ever seen a run like that. They just ne- they looked comfortable. Dan, minutes every game. Dan Hurley gets his first national championship as the head coach at UConn. UConn's won a couple of national titles since 2000. And there's talk of, uh, you know, maybe kind of cementing them as a blue blood now. And, and I can see that. Uh, they, they've had a lot of success. Jim Calhoun, former coach, won a couple of national titles. Uh, the one I remember the most was the uh, 2000 team that beat a really good Duke team that had Elton Brand and those guys. Uh, but he's got things going up there in the Big East. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how they do going forward uh, now that Rick Pitino is back in the Big East at St. John's in New York, in New York City. That's going to be an interesting rivalry there, but there's great basketball in the Big East. You know what I've seen watching that game, uh, Jack? Mm-hmm. That the players and the coaches was having a blast. I mean, even, even that – you know, kind of in between uh, when they got – the team had a run and you just watched the bench and watched the team and watched the coach and they, they, they get, did not get rattled. It, they, they're having fun. It, it's a yeah. perfect, perfect storm for a great basketball and credit, season. credit as well to, to San Diego State. They had a great run and, and they did throw some punches in that second half, especially in that, in that game. It just – they closed ended it, up overmatched. Closed but, it to six points and then yep. all of a sudden UConn went on a 12-0 run and never look back but yeah great great season for them as well yeah very 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 good season uh for san diego state uh as um you know the aztecs like you mentioned coach got it down to eight or six points and um just just couldn't couldn't finish uconn was just too much now moving on past the ncaa obviously well real quick We saw a national championship game the day before that in the women's side between Iowa and LSU. A lot of talk about that. Obviously, uh, Caitlin Clark, uh, player for Iowa, 
just a phenomenal tur- tournament and season for her. Uh, but LSU was just too much as they win their first basketball national championship in either men or women's uh, uh, side of things. Uh, and you got to give them credit. They, you know, 102 points in a yep. national title game. That's incredible. It was. Yeah. It was a great game. And it was a it was a fun women's tournament. I think it was a big tournament for um, women's college basketball as a whole. I feel like I heard it uh, being discussed and in the news and sort of in daily discussion more so than I've ever seen before, especially with people like Caitlin Clark just, you know, making making it really, really entertaining to watch. And that LSU team had a ton of personality. They were having a ton of fun out there and, and really just shot the lights out in, in that championship game. And um, it was too much. It and was the too key, much for Iowa. key jacked all this, the ratings was up 114% yep. girls basketball this year. That's wild. And they, yeah, it was a great, it was a great product. It was a great tournament, I thought. And you look at the changes that they made in the women's game. They don't do halves anymore. It's four quarters, um, and I like that. And I like the fact that they took on the NBA rule of letting you advance the ball with a timeout, which uh, in the Final Four turned out to be big uh, in a couple of situations. Uh, it, it it provides more scoring, and I thought it, I thought it was a good product and. Um, I think that's something that the men's side will probably look at at some point in time. Moving forward to this past weekend, we had the Masters down in Augusta. And uh, obviously, uh, Rory McIlroy was the the odds-on favorite going into the tournament. He didn't even make the cut. Justin Thomas didn't even make the cut. Tiger Woods, however, did make the cut, which uh, ties him, I believe, with uh, Fred Couples uh, for the most consecutive cuts made at Augusta. I believe Tiger, that's his what, 22nd or 23rd, I believe. Barely, by one stroke, got in. Uh, but the big story that came out of Augusta was the weather. Uh, just bad weather Friday. I've never seen them play in that heavy rain before. You know, at the British Open, you see bad weather. It was really bad at Augusta. And you had a tree. You had two yeah. trees fall. And thank God nobody got killed. Two big or hurt. Yeah, yeah, two big pine trees. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. People were able to hear it before it completely fell. Um, but Brooks Kepka, you know, he's on the live tour. Uh, he's been hurt the past couple of years. He comes out on fire. But I tell you, John Rahm, uh, the Spaniard, was so consistent all weekend that when Brooksy came out on Sunday morning, he had a four-stroke lead. By the end of the day, it was like an eight-shot swing in yep. John Rahm's favor, and he's the third Spaniard to win the Masters. And I thought he did a heck of a job. He did. It was a great, great tournament. I tell you what, I sit down and really enjoyed watching the Masters this, this year. Now, Tiger Woods did compete on Saturday. They had to suspend play that afternoon. Uh, the players had to come out Sunday morning and finish their third round and then start their fourth round shortly after. Tiger Woods ended up withdrawing. Uh, you know, uh, it's well known and documented that he had a terrible car accident a couple of years ago in California where he uh, went down an embankment, car flipped, he broke both of his legs. Uh, his right leg in particular, he almost lost it uh, because of the injury he sustained in that vehicle accident. Jason Day kind of gave a little insight of what he's been going through. Last year, Tiger had to withdraw uh, from the PGA, and nobody we all knew it was because of his his legs. But he said he had a screw coming out of his out of his skin of his leg from where he's had all those you know that plate and those screws put into that right leg. 
walking 18 at Augusta yeah. is tough enough, but him having to, to possibly try to walk 25 holes on Sunday, he just couldn't do it. And he withdrew. And I, I think the sport, anybody um, with any type of compassion understands why he had to do that. So, yeah, yeah I hate to, hate to see that. You know, it's, he's he's fading the in a right. sense he's fading the way he is instead of just stepping away and, and stuff. But uh, but yeah, you, you gotta you gotta commend his his grit and uh, and again an testament to his skill. You know, he's fighting those injuries and still makes the cut. Right. Well, right. It, well <laughs> and, and, and well, you got to remember he won in 2019 yeah. after the back surgery where they he had a yeah. fusion mm-hmm. in his back. So, and that was already tough enough. They, I mean, the doctors then said you only have a limited number of swings left with your back. Then the car accident happens. You you just wonder if that car accident doesn't happen. Is he back? Is yeah. he back? Back? Does he? Is he? Is he? Putting a a real threat on Jack Nicholas's record of uh, major wins. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he'll ever win another right. tournament again. Yeah. Uh, um, another know. crazy thing to think about with him sticking around. You know, there's that the player impact program that sort of gauges who brings in the most money for the PGA, and they're awarded on. He's fi- he's first every year. Every that, yeah. and, and and still, so you know, there's still a lot on the table for him staying in. But I agree with you. You know, you'd kind of like to see him sort of gracefully. Yeah. You, exit you in know, a way. Of course, you've had the 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 models of Jack and, and Arnold Palmer and those guys, you know, going out and, you know, kind of playing into their sunset and, and even Jack coming back and having that that win when he was, quote-unquote, too old to win. Uh, I would have loved to have seen Tiger to be able to do it that way. Now, you know, whether or not this, this injury allows him to do this or not, We'll see. Uh, he's forty-seven years yeah. old. He's he's made the comment that in three more years, when he can get on the on the senior tour, he'll and be able ride, to ride in the golf yeah, cart, ride the carts. <laughs> and, and and I'm just telling you, watch out because yeah. he'll be dangerous on that senior tour when he's able to do that. Yeah. Uh, but as far as you know, he's probably another year or two away from being able to be or to the point where he can what? comfortably. And, he, and it, we 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 don't know that he ever yeah. will be comfortable, but you hope that. He would be comfortable enough to go out and be able to compete and walk. I mean, look at Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson ended up finishing second in the Masters on tear yep. on Sunday. Unbelievable! Yep. Uh, you look at Freddie Couples, who broke the record for the oldest player to ever make the cut at Augusta this weekend at 63 years old. You know, I know the, the weather really affected his score, but uh, I, I know several things in life, and one of those is. You don't write off Nick Saban, and I would not write off Tiger Woods. So, just, you know, we'll see yeah. what happens. Yep. Moving on. Uh, man, it's it's baseball season. Baseball weather. Um, Atlanta Braves got off to a good start. They're sitting atop the National League. Yeah. Uh, Jack, what, what, are, what are your thoughts on what you've seen from the Braves so far? Uh, the Braves have looked good. They just completed a sweep over the Reds uh, yesterday. Uh, Strider was pitching yesterday. Didn't have his best game. Made about five innings, three or four runs, I believe. Uh, but they managed to pull that game out on you know clutch hitting. Once again, they won all three of those games uh, by one run. So... From you know, from a brave supporting standpoint, you like to see them, you know, pulling out these close games and getting that, getting those sort of reps in early in the season. But again, on the other side, you have it, you know, one run margins. Those games could easily be going either way. So on the pitching and defensive side, um, the Braves are 
going to want to see less runs allowed going forward because not a very powerful Reds team put up four-plus runs every game. But a, a strong start, like you said, sitting at 9-4 and four and at the top of the National League. So you can't have many complaints about that through so 13 games. You can't game. complain too much when you when – you, you, know, you say, well, they didn't play their best. They didn't have one of their good games, and they still came out on top. Right. Well, so and that, and you, all, you also all, all season, all you heard about was, you know, no Dansby Swanson. What are they doing? I don't know what they're doing. It seems to, it seems to he, have he worked was, out so far. He was so streaky that it was hard to count on him. What's a lot. good about that, Mike, is that it's fan friendly. Oh, Nobody yeah. leaves the seats until this game's over. That's with. right. So it's, it's you, good for baseball. Yeah. Yeah. You never know when they're going to make their run and, and, and get that comeback. And, and right. It's a big moment for Eddie Rosario last night. Um, got a big home run to take that lead in the eighth inning, and that was his first home run of the season for the Braves. It's going to be good to get him going like that. Yeah, absolutely. And you can catch every one of the Atlanta Braves games on our sister station, 103.7 WKRM, uh, the official home of the Atlanta Braves. And, guys, what's what are y'all's thoughts on some of these new rules that we've uh, – we've seen implemented by major league baseball i know you know i know we're talking about three inches but we talked about this with drake before uh they made the bases a little bit bigger uh they've put this uh clock in between pitches that where the pitcher has to throw a pitch and also uh, it limits the number of times you can throw uh back to a runner on base where you uh, try to pick him off uh, to two if, on that third one, you either better get him out or it's going to be a, considered a balk. So, I personally like it. It speeds the game up. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. And I think you're also – and, Jack, I don't know if you know what the numbers are, but I know in the first week uh, a lot more stolen bases than – I was going to say, yeah. that's going to that's gonna make the stolen base another weapon again. Uh, where it's kind of faded off as a weapon, I think the stolen base now becomes a, a – especially if you can draw two throws. Right. Okay, now I can get that extra lead. I can get that extra half step or step uh, because I know he can't come over here. You know, right, unless he gets me. Or yeah, unless yeah. he gets me. And, and you know, there, there's the risk. And again, the risk-reward. But uh, at the same time, I, I know, you know, he's going to have to go to the plate and, and I can be taken off at that point. Well, I think Major League Baseball is trying to do what the NBA's done, which is try to increase the points, uh, increase offensive play. Because like Coach just said, uh, it makes it fun to watch and it helps with ratings. It does. Right. And I think it's great for the ballpark experience as well. You think about, you know, families with kids or anything like that trying to go to sit through something that's going to go three, four hours. You know, if it starts at six or seven, you're there till 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And, you know, it, it's it's just not as tenable. And like you're saying, these, you know, late game situations where it's close and that's where you really want the seats yeah. to be full and people to be into it. I think this – Allows and you sell better. more beer. Exactly. They, they actually have the pitch clock. I don't know if y'all see that. They, they've expanded yeah. uh, to the eighth inning. Yeah. Yeah. They, now, beer you know, gotta be careful though about your some of your promotions. I, I heard the other night some some team had a hot dog, a, a dollar hot dog promotion, <laughs> and they're somehow they got mad. I think it was Philadelphia because they were teasing the, the Philadelphia had a one dollar hot dog night, 
And about the third inning, all the fans out in the outfield got mad or something like that, and they started pelting the outfield. <laughs> they had to stop the game and go clean the hot dogs up out of Wow. I, I thought you were going to say they ran out of hot dogs because no. they were so cheap, and then they were about to riot because they couldn't get any more. Yeah. Um, I tell you what's incredible is that the uh, Tampa Bay Rays are 12-0, and and I think that's the best record uh, of any team to start out the, a season in over 35 years. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, since uh, I think Detroit did it back in the 80s. The 87. Yeah, they, they, had the a, they had a 20-some game streak. And three of them wins was one to nothing games. That's wow. amazing. Yeah, Tampa Bay is 12-0. Uh, and 0. Uh, They are at the top of the AL East. Uh, Yankees are 8-4. and four. The Blue Jays are 8-4. and four. Uh, The Orioles are 6-6. Six and six, And the Red Sox, 5-7. and seven. But Drake warned us that that's the way they start out. Every year, so uh, the AL Central standings: uh, the Twins are eight and four, the Guardians are seven and six, my White Sox are five and eight. That's just that's about typical. How'd you become a White Sox fan? Uh, Frank Thomas, as a kid, and Bo Jackson. I okay. I used to get yeah. Sports big Illustrated hurt. for kids. Yeah, the Big I Hurt lived, Man. I lived in Chicago for seven years. I used to go. You could get ten dollar outfield tickets. We went. Sox. Me and my uncle went to some yeah, games. Did they, did they give you combat pay though? To get <laughs> Hey, hey, go to the, I, I'm not go lying. To the we, we actually rode the L to the game. That's Yeah, the, it's, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. It stops right there at the bridge, and you can just walk the, on over. Rocker rider with you. Who? <laughs> Rocker. No, no, he did not. No, he did not. But, yeah, uh, U.S. Cellular Field, it uh, used to be Comiskey Park. Uh, great great place for baseball. And, and Guaranteed I, rate field now. It's the G spot. Yeah. Well, I remember we went when they were interleaguing for the first time in a long time, and McGuire was playing for the Cardinals. So, you know, it you know it was neat. It was neat. I don't you know I haven't been to a game in twenty years, but um, yeah, White Sox are five and eight. The Royals are four and nine. Tigers are two and nine. In the AL West, it's the Rangers at seven and five. The Angels at seven and five. The Astros six and seven. Mariners are five and eight. And the Athletics are three and nine. As JB mentioned, the Braves are. Nine and four, the Mets seven and six in the NL East, along with the Marlins at six and seven. The Phillies are four and eight, and the Nationals are four and nine. In the NL Central, it's the Brewers eight and four. The Pirates are seven and five. The Cubs are six and five. Cardinals are five and seven. The Reds are four and seven. In the NL West, it's the Diamondbacks eight and five. The Padres seven and six. The Dodgers are seven and six. The Giants are five and seven, and the Colorado Rockies are five and eight. So it's early. Pretty competitive, though. It is. It's competitive. You know, it's a 162-game season. A lot of baseball left to be played, for sure. But it's going to go by a little quicker this year. It is. It is. (laughs) It's going to be – again, they're trying to be like the NFL in a way, too, where we want that three-hour window and we want to be done. Yeah. Speaking of done, we're done with segment one as we're going to go to our first break here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We come back. We'll talk a little NBA basketball hoops. Uh, amongst other things. You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We'll be back right after this. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. 
more high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Good song. Thank you. Welcome back to the WKOM Front Porch Sports Hour. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about the NBA. We have the NBA playoffs upon us starting this weekend. Um, to get that going, as many of you NBA fans may be aware, we have this play-in tournament to solve the seven and eight seeds for each conference. We had those first round of games over the last two nights. The Hawks defeated the Heat 116-105. to 105. The Lakers defeated the Timberwolves 108-102. to 102. The Bulls defeated the Raptors 109 to 105, and the Thunder beat the Pelicans 123 to 118. Uh, that's been interesting because it's basically we saw a lot of good showings from underdogs and road teams. Uh, the Hawks on the road at Miami, traditionally a tough place to play in postseason environments in the NBA, uh, didn't have much trouble. Didn't have much trouble at all. Led that the whole way, and they will now face the Bulls uh, for that eighth seed for the honor of taking on Giannis and the first seed Bucks. Um, on the western side, the Lakers winning against the Timberwolves means 
Our Memphis Grizzlies, the number two seed, will be taking on the Lakers in that opening series. That should be very good, very entertaining. We all know there's been some storylines going on between the Grizzlies and the Lakers this season and going into last season. So that promises to be very, very entertaining. Um, We'll go deeper into the Grizzlies and Lakers series tomorrow, but these playoffs are shaping up to be Really competitive. We see a Western Conference especially that's uh, closer and more competitive than it's been in 10-plus years, I'd say. You know, there's only 10 wins separating the first seed from the seventh seed. Um, And even those top teams, like the Nuggets um, and the Grizzlies, we saw a little bit of floundering in the the second half of the season and some up-and-down performance. So I'd say really anyone, top to bottom of these Western Conference playoffs you 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 have to watch out for and you have to play them hard so what, what are those standings look like jack um we have nuggets as the first seed uh with a 53 and 29 record and the grizzlies weren't quite able to catch them with the second seed with a record of 51 and 31 and one does sort of sting you know if, if, if you feel like if john a few others could have been around and healthy a little bit more could have gone up and gotten that that one seed with the slow way that the nuggets finished the year um, but obviously hard to complain too much with the second seed. Uh, and then we have the surprise of the season, the Kings, 48 and 34 with the three seed. Uh, the Suns at 45 and 37. The new look Suns with KD uh, are going to be the four seed. They'll be a... Wait, wait a minute, Jack. Did you just say the Kings finished third? The Kings are the third seed in the Western Golly, Conference. Golly, I tell yes. you what, uh, times have changed. Times. I, I, I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched the NBA a whole lot. <laughs> But the Kings being th- – I mean, the last time I remember the Kings being good was when they had Vladi Divac and Chris Webber and uh, – who was the guard? Uh, uh, Bibby? Bibby. Mike, Mike Bibby. Bibby. Uh, yeah, they, they – And Stoyakovich. Right. Yeah. Asia. <laughs> a, a great a great team. But, yeah, it's been a long time. I, I'm trying to remember how many years it's been. It has been – they never 16 get, seasons, I believe, since they even made the playoffs. Okay, um, I was about to say, because the last time they were in the playoffs, I remember they couldn't get past the Lakers or the Trailblazers back, you know, 20 years ago. And they would have those, good, those great series against yeah. the Lakers uh, back in the early 2000s. There's a lot of, a lot of conspiracy theorists out there have their, have their thoughts on those. But, yeah, it's a very exciting time for Sacramento and the Kings. They got players like De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis are – really been anchoring a, a, a team that doesn't really rely on, on star power. They've just been a, one of those sort of great unit teams, sort of, you know, reminds you of the Detroit Pistons in the early 2000s. One of my favorite teams of all time, Chauncey Billups, my favorite player. Oh, Mr. yeah. Mr. Big Shot. That, Sheed that, that, Wallace, that, Ben that, Wallace, just great, absolutely. great stuff. Rip Hamilton, that team taking down the Lakers when they had Carl Malone join Shaq and Kobe along with Gary Payton was fantastic. The ultimate team, Larry Brown was head coach. Oh yeah. Yep. And that and, and yeah, so so that, that that that's a great story this year um for the Kings to be in there like that and to be and to be showing, you know, that they belong. And so we have the Suns at the fourth seed with the new addition of KD. I mean, that's about as tough of a four seed as, as you'll ever face. You got the five seed Clippers with Kawhi and PG at 44 and 38. Uh, six seed Warriors, forty-four and thirty-eight as well. I mean, again, you're dealing with four-time champions as a six seed, uh, and then you, of course, you have LeBron James and the Lakers as the seventh seed at forty-three and thirty-nine, and then we'll have the Timberwolves and the Thunder playing each other tomorrow night for um, that eighth seed for the right to play the Nuggets. So, really, when you go through that list, obviously the Timberwolves and Thunder 
probably not challenging for a title, but one through seven, really, I mean, it's, it's a lot to deal with there. Um, I think all of those series are going to be competitive. And in the East, it's a little more top-heavy with the Bucks, the Celtics, and the 76ers probably being the main players to watch out for there. But I think um, this NBA playoffs will be as, as competitive and, and entertaining as it's been in some time. So much, much to look forward to. What's Jack, it? let me ask you a question. Your gut failing. Who wins it all this year? Can Memphis do it? I think Memphis can. I do too. I think Memphis can do it. Certainly, I think uh, something that plays in their favor. They've they've kind of had these hard lessons um, in the last couple of years of the playoffs, but they've made they've made a little progress each of the last two years and ended up learning hard lessons that ended in defeat. But you know, I think that can only help them in in this year going against a very very tough and experienced Lakers team. That experience will be. Very crucial. Uh, the undoing of the Grizzlies could be uh, they're struggling in terms of depth in the front court. Brandon Clark is done for the year. Uh, they're now saying Stephen Adams <coughs> is likely to miss the entirety of the playoffs. So that is a big, mm. big tough break for them in terms of trying to body up in the front court. It's gonna a lot is gonna come <coughs> down to how big of minutes Jaron Jackson Jr. can play and how long he can bang around with with, you know, the main big man on the opposition, in this case being AD. This AD versus Jaron Jackson is going to be a huge matchup to watch, and I really feel like whoever can sort of physically dominate that is going to be a big decider uh, in that series. What did the Eastern Conference standings look like? I mean, I I, I have not watched. I, I did watch Tuesday night. I think it was Tuesday night. It was the Lakers and the Timberwolves. And the only reason I was watching, I saw the Timberwolves were up 15, and I thought, yes, I might get to see LeBron get beat at home. <laughs> Unfortunately, that didn't happen uh, because the officials made sure it didn't happen, and the Timberwolves got cold. But, yes. Um, yeah, so in the East, we are, we're looking at the Bucks at the top. The, the Bucks and Celtics have sort of led the way the whole year in that conference. The Bucks finished 58-24 and 24 for the one seed. Celtics finished 57-25 and 25 with the two seed. Uh, be right behind them. We had two more teams that had impressive years with the 76ers and the Cavaliers, uh, 54 and 28 and 51 and 31, respectively. Um, the 76ers, of course, led by Joel Embiid, who led the league in scoring this year, about 33 points a game. Um, he just continues to get better, man, and he's somebody that just impresses me more and more uh, year after year. Uh, Did you say the Cavaliers? The Cavaliers are right there. Um, you know, they made that trade for Donovan Mitchell. Um, yeah. And now, you know, putting Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, and Mobley and Jared Allen, it, 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 it all, again, it kind of, there's not really one guy, I guess you could say Donovan Mitchell is sort of the star, but it's just a, it's a great unit that works well and they, and they play good defense. Um, they're a fun team to watch. Um, and rounding out the bottom of the the bottom half of the standings, we have the Knicks at 47 and 35, a five five seed, a rare good year for our New York basketball yeah, fans. Yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, and then the Nets behind them at 45 and 37. Although the Nets record is a bit misleading, of course, because that record was largely acquired with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on the roster, both of which have left for greener pastures. Um, so we will see what the more shorthanded and Mikel Bridges-led Nets can do in the playoffs, but uh, expectations are diminished. Well, speaking of greener pastures, though, Kyrie Irving went to Dallas. <laughs> and everybody thought at the time, oh, that's big. You know, he's going to be down there with uh, – what's his name? 
and they're going to make a run. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Jack, but I just saw the NBA's investigating the, the Mavericks to see if they tanked on purpose <laughs> to be in the lottery. They didn't well, make the playoffs. I mean, it came to, it 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 became a dumpster fire um, pretty quickly. My my take on the situation is, oh, Kyrie went somewhere and it didn't work out. What a what a surprise right. <laughs> again this time. Um, I just I don't know. I think I think Kyrie is a great basketball player. It's pretty undeniable when you watch his his highlights and the things that he's capable of with the ball in his hands. But there's also something undeniable that doesn't work between him and other professionals in terms of cohesiveness and just about everybody team else. Spirit, right? I mean, you know what else doesn't work? The earth is not flat. Right. That's, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, I think he... He must have learned to, that at Duke. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, disappointing end for sure for the Mavs, and they did end, They ended up just throwing their last game where they had a chance to get in that play-in, but they elected, um, again, because of the closeness of all the standings um, in the West, they decided that losing that game and getting increased odds at a top-ten draft pick and potentially a sliver of a chance... At Wimbenyama, the generational prospect who is coming up as the number one pick in this summer's draft, um, they elected to give themselves better odds at that than even try to participate in the play-in, which as a Mavs fan, you can't be too happy about. Uh, give our listeners a little bit about a little information about him. You say he's a generational type player. If, if I'm not mistaken, is he not seven foot three or four? four? Yeah, Victor Wimbanyama. He's a he is an 18 year old out of France. Um, he's been playing professionally for several years now. Um, he has an eight foot plus wingspan. Um, he dribbles and controls the ball like a guard. He can shoot threes. He has a full post package, and he's a dominant defensive stopper in the paint with. Yeah, averaging over four blocks a season at times in Europe. He, you just got to look up YouTube of this guy and just understand why everybody, every executive in the NBA, I mean, this is all they've been talking about for three or four years. That You know, it it, it, it is, you don't want to get hyperbolic, but it's LeBron James level of hype that has been around this guy. Well, we and know one thing for sure. He's fixing to be a million, millionaire. Indeed. <laughs> He's about to make a lot of money. And yes, I, sir. And I'm a Houston Rockets fan, and I'm hoping that we secure the services of Victor Wembanyama. Hey, I'm telling you, I, I grew up a Rockets fan. Akeem Olajuwon was one of my favorites, uh, along with uh, Robert Ory, uh, coach. You remember him from his University of Alabama. Alabama. Sam Cassell. Oh, yeah. yeah, you mentioned Mobley earlier for the uh, Cavaliers, and the first thing I thought was Catino Mobley that played <laughs> down there, and, and they had Yao Ming uh, oh, yeah. back in the day, and Steve Francis, and T Mac. Yeah, Tracy McGrady. I mean, so yeah, Houston, Houston's had some success. Uh, the two years Jordan was out of the game, they won it back to back years. Uh, the second year, Clyde Drexler joined the team, uh, and then after that, Charles Barkley joined and uh, Scotty Pippen, and that just didn't really it didn't bad <laughs> didn't really work out. Although he did get a good body slam right. on Shaq. And it's a fun team yeah. picture for sure. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, I think we're about. Running out of time here on uh, our second segment, our final break of the show. You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And when we come back, might talk a little NASCAR, a little uh, college baseball. We'll see. There's a whole lot of things we can talk about. But you're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour right here on 101.7 WKOM.
a Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. We are back. Welcome to the... WKOM Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Uh, we are finishing up with our last segment here. We want to touch in on some of our other Tennessee professional sports franchises real quick. Uh, in Titans news, um, we they have signed our big man, Jeffrey Simmons, to a big extension. This was something that was weighing heavy on the minds, I think, of, of many Titans fans, especially because of the way things ended uh, with former GM John Robinson, uh, there had been 
reports, uh, and specifically some comments from Simmons that had said that leadership had not been able to be upfront with him in terms of his future with the team or in terms of how much they may be willing to pay him. And now, with new GM, Rand Cawthorn from the 49ers in, um, he apparently made it a priority upon his entrance to the team to get Big Jeff a big contract and get him to stay. And I think it's a big showing of intent from Ran and from the Titans. It's just a great thing for the Titans. This is the first first-round pick that we have signed to a second contract since Taylor Lewan, who we signed and who we drafted in 2011. So this is not something that we've been able to pull off well, is, is, is draft well in the first round and retain that talent over long periods of time. Jack, i got to ask you a question. Is he worth that much money? I think absolutely so. I think he's a dominant really? level. Ta- I think he's a top three defensive Can you tell the listeners the- how much money that he's guaranteed? I believe he's guaranteed, what, a 50? $54.9 million. Dollars. You know. It's Aaron Donald money, but he has Aaron Donald talent, in my opinion. He was a risk that John Robinson took that ended up paying off. Um Others didn't quite necessarily. I, say, I also think that that gave Robinson kind of the the confidence to say, "Hey, I, I, I right. worked with him, take so I can more do, risks. I, yeah, it take didn't. more risks." And it, that those blew up in his face. You know, if you're a Titans fan, though, it got scary at the end of the year because he scrubbed everything off his social media that had anything to do with right. the Titans, and you thought, "Here we go again, another AJ Brown situation." But you're right; they go in, they make the investment. What you got to hope, though, if you're a Titans fan, if you're, if you're old enough to remember. They did this with Albert Hainsworth. Yeah. How'd that and turn that out? that turned out to be a disaster. Wah, wah, wah. I think I, – I, I agree with that, but I think as, a, as an athlete and at the, the point of career that they're at and the production trajectory that they're on is totally different. Hainsworth at that point, you could have almost made the argument that, you know, he got that contract based on the peak right before he declined. I think Simmons is still on his way – upward he's, he's only going to get better as long as he stays healthy and you know I think that that gives our defense literally something to entirely build around and, and something that every team that we play will have to game plan for Jeffrey Simmons specifically and the press conference was real good he broke down and cried yesterday really yeah, yeah. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it's nice to see uh from this guy especially with you know doubts like you were saying, you know, doubts in his in his background coming coming into the NFL, uh, and some people criticizing the Titans for taking that chance. Um, but to really see that he seems to have connected with the with the area, the community, and the team, and seems to have a great relationship with the owner, Amy Adams Strunk, um, and he was he was really emotional about getting the opportunity uh, to stay here and getting his worth recognized. So I think that was. That was a great moment for for most Titans fans, I think. You know, speaking of the Titans, so there's been a bunch of rumors out there. The first one is that they're shopping Derrick Henry. We find out last week, totally untrue. That's just the national media putting something out there. The other one is them potentially trading up from the 11th spot to the number three spot in the draft also appears to be untrue as well. Jack, what are are you hearing about that? Well, yeah, I think – a lot of times, especially with the Titans um, in the greater atmosphere of national NFL news, that we we don't get a fair shake a lot of the time. It's just a smaller market, and there's not as many insiders, you know, supplying the same kind of things that you'll see for the bigger teams out there. And, and I think a lot of times they, you know, they'll just say what they have to say to get something talked about with the Titans. Uh, from all the local sources, um, 
things about Derrick Henry on the move or trading up for a quarterback. There doesn't seem to be much there. Um, so I'd be surprised to see it at this point. I think there are bigger needs, and I think the Titans will be worried about sort of a Balik Willis 2.0. And you get your hands tied so much because of the salary cap. Right. The Titans does not have any extra salary cap money out there. So, I, yeah. I, I, and again, yeah, this leads us into our draft conversation. But going into the upcoming draft, I, I think the Titans will – We'll look wide receiver. Um, with that number 11 pick, uh, there should be, you know, a lot of good weapons on on the table. But there's also I've heard talks of draft of trading backwards a little bit um, because there is a deep pool of wide receiver talent uh, in the sort of one to two first to second round uh, pool. So we will see uh, what the strategy ends up being there for Ran in his first draft with us. I think it'll be telling and very. Important to sort of pay attention to because I you remember with John Robinson he really set a tone for his sort of tactics and strategy uh, in that first draft with the Titans. So Jack, it'll I'm, be interesting. I'm, I've heard this a couple of times. The philosophy that they're trying to figure out in in draft. One philosophy is to get your quarterback, get right. your big name quarterback, and then try to build the rest of the team around him. Another philosophy is build the whole team, and then plug in a quarterback that that's serviceable. Uh, which way do you think the Titans are going to go in this kind of a situation? You know, the Philadelphia is kind of the model. Right. That, you know, build the team and then you plug in a quarterback somewhere. Of course, you've got the other, you know, got other teams that went out and got their big quarterback uh, and then you know, it, tried it, to build around it. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, there's 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 two opposing or there's two different philosophies there. Which way do you think the Titans are going to run with this one? I think based on uh, just the conversations or just, just, just responses and interviews and ways he's been treating player negotiations, it seems to me that Rand really wants to solidify what I believe is a, is a very strong defensive core. And I think he wants the Titans to be a physical defensive team first and foremost. And I think he's building out that line. I don't think he's going to let Kevin Byard um, get away. There's been some talk about that as well. But I think – you know, he has to address offensive weapons because that's what all the fans were complaining about last year. So we will see some of that in the draft, I think, especially with the earlier picks. But I really expect to see, you know, big physical guys that are going to round out um, our line and our DBs. Um, I think that's that, to me, seems like the construction we're going for. I don't think even the front office has full answers as far as quarterback right now. I think I think you know we're going to give Tanny another little run here, at least for the you know first half of the season, and then we'll see what happens from there. But I think we have good defense to look forward to in Tennessee. Well, it will be interesting as uh, the NFL draft is only a few weeks away, and uh, a lot of these questions will be answered. So, Jack, uh, great job today, man! Welcome <laughs> Thank aboard. You. Uh, great to be here. Fantastic. Uh, Coach James Dickinson, appreciate it as always. Thank you, Clayton. And uh, Coach Mike Lyle behind the board. I'm Clayton Harris. You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour here on 101.7 WKOM. We'll see you guys tomorrow.